Do you feel stuck in your life, career, or business? And are you ready to take things to the next level? If we haven't had a chance to meet, my name is David Trotter, and I'm a transformation coach passionate about helping people just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals. My superpower is helping people experience tremendous breakthroughs in a short period of time. If you give me 12 weeks, I'll help you launch that new project, go after that better job, or overcome that challenge in your business. To find out how I can help you, head on over to insporising.com slash coach. That's insporising.com slash coach. Welcome to Inspiration Rising. My name is David Trotter. I'm a business strategist and your host, and I'm so glad that you've chosen to join me today. I have an incredible conversation with Sue Lundquist. She's an intuitive clarity coach and radio host who's interviewed hundreds of thought leaders and inspiring minds through her international radio show called The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul. Learning and integrating Sue's practical lifestyle tools have been wildly successful for those yearning to reclaim their own voice, personal clarity, confidence, and trusting in oneself again. Sue's proven mindset and awareness strategies are creating explosive changes and getting people out of their own way to achieve and live in vitality, confidence, and abundance. I know you are going to absolutely love and benefit from our conversation. Now, before we jump into the interview, I want to remind you of two things. One, if you enjoy Inspiration Rising, will you share the show with someone? Take a screenshot on your phone, text it to them and say, hey, look up Inspiration Rising on your favorite podcast app. And if they don't know what a podcast app is, tell them, teach them how to download one and subscribe. The second thing is, would you be interested in receiving a daily motivational text message? I send them out every day. It's called Inspo Text. And to sign up, it's absolutely free. All you have to do is text me, 949-401-6090. That's 949-401-6090. Say, hey, what's up, Dave? I want some text messages, right? And I'll send you a daily text message that's motivational and inspirational. It's absolutely free, and you can unsubscribe at any time. All right, let's jump into my conversation with Sue Lundquist. Well, Sue, thank you for taking some time and hanging with me today. I appreciate it. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I'm so honored. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's good to be with you. All right, I want to talk about this metaphor that you use in your coaching practice. And um, let's let's just say that I'm having a challenge in my life. We all come across challenges. Many of our listeners are experiencing a challenge. How can crossing a metaphorical bridge help me? What does that mean? Brilliant question. And thank you. And I'd like to invite the audience to kind of change the language a little bit. Let's call the challenge an opportunity. Yeah, there you go. I love it. Uh, You know, because, and especially everything that's going on right now, how about we change the mindset to creating an opportunity in my life to go in, an opportunity to change my beliefs, change how I'm showing up in the world, right? Mm-hmm. So that's number one. How about we okay. change that inner language, that oh, I dialogue? Have, I have an opportunity in my life right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. It's and you a, can throw it. It's a 
painful, stressful, worry-filled, <laughs> anxious opportunity we have right now. Oh, trust me. Disclaimer. There's all kinds of things. I'm like, oh, here we go. Opportunity. Yeah, I get it. I absolutely get it. So to your question, yes, that's first and foremost, just, it's just a twist of changing the language just a little bit to just kind of soften the blow. Right. I mean, we all, we know, I mean, in reality, we know there's fear, there's doubts and all of that, but let's change the language and soften it up a little bit and make it more empowering Mm -hmm. versus disempowering. And that's what we're all about. Right. Yep. Empowering and cheerleading and, um, bringing them all to their true essence. So crossing the metaphorical bridge, um, first, well, obviously the opportunity language, but then as people cross their bridge, I could, you know, crossing the bridge of initiation, crossing the bridge of opportunity. If, if you are sitting in a situation, an opportunity of fear of lack, look at what's happening right now in our world. Mm-hmm. You then again, changing the language to opportunity and really go in and look at yourself and say, all right, have awareness or have in denial. Awareness is going to be empowering. It's also going to be work. Mm-hmm. We, I'm not going to sugarcoat that. I, I, I truly believe you and your audience know that there is work involved here. So when you become in awareness, and you're crossing the bridge of opportunity, crossing the bridge of initiation, whether it's defined as fear, doubt, shame, guilt. One, in all that I teach, it's having first and foremost, having that awareness that I'm even doing that or being that way. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing. I mean, so but many awareness pe- that I'm having fear, awareness that I'm having anxiety or worry or whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah, and and really looking that, looking at that, and going, oh, okay, I am anxious. Why am I anxious? Mm-hmm. This doesn't feel right to me. Why am I being anxious? Is this from an old past experience? Is this a limiting sure. belief? Because that anxiety is, in in my experience, personal experience, because I walk the talk of everything that I teach that. With anxiety, it's a past limiting belief. It's a past, P-A-S-T, it's a past experience. And if I could encourage the audience, the people that I talk to, myself, when you're in that moment, and I get it, when you're in that moment, it's not always easy when you're in fight or flight, but just taking a deep breath, having that awareness, knowing that, you know what? I am anxious right now, but it's only my nervous system tapping on me going, I'm going to remind you of that past fear. Mm-hmm. I'm going to remind you of that past shame. But it's the past. You can say in love and in gratitude for this opportunity, thank you. But you know what? This isn't me anymore. I'm showing up different. I'm going to show up empowered. I've got the tools, whether it's uh, the C, I've got a, a Suism called the CCs in life. It's compassionate curiosity. And you and I had talked about that on my radio show. It's, it is. Yeah. If you, Again, like the opportunity and having the change of mindset or the CCs in life and really having employable tools that you can immediately have for the mindset and self-regulation, mm-hmm. you can change that in a heartbeat. You really can. And the real, and I, I really want to get this in because it, it is so real, so practical and tangible. It really is your nervous system coming up to just go, (laughs) I'm going to remind you that you're supposed to be in fear. I'm going to remind you 
It, it is. It really is. And if every, if out of this whole conversation, if I could get your audience to just remember and hold on to that, that will change their life hands down tremendously. I've witnessed it in myself and, and mm -hmm. countless other people that I've helped, but it is, it's just a limiting belief. It's your past. Well, and by doing that, by saying, this is my nervous system, tapping me, reminding me of something, it's taking me uh, out of the moment, kind of taking my, um, giving me a third perspective, an outside perspective Brilliant. is what I hear you saying. Yep. Taking me look at it and go, oh, interesting. That's what I teach my clients to say is, oh, interesting. You Brilliant. Know, like, Oh, isn't, oh. That, isn't that interesting? Look at that. Look at My, that. I'm getting anxious. And so it, it helps us disconnect for a moment, not in a bad way, but just kind of, it takes us out of feeling completely consumed by it is what I hear you saying. The awareness does. What is oh, the yeah. idea of crossing a bridge? What does that mean to you? Crossing a bridge? Crossing a bridge from fear to self-love. Okay. Crossing a bridge from anxiety to calm and clarity, mm -hmm. crossing the bridge from shame to confidence and self-love and forgiveness. So the first step is so awareness. One, number one, in all that I teach you, you must, you must have that awareness. And, and David, I, and to your audience and, and myself, I remind myself, are you going into denial too because it doesn't feel right or you're mm -hmm. uncomfortable? There was many years that I was in denial. Oh, it's somebody else's fault. He did that to me. She did that to me. But in yes. awareness, accountability, and responsibility, few things are happening here. You're, you're taking responsibility and accountability, and you're empowering yourself mm -hmm. versus diminishing yourself for an external environment that's happening. Yes. And, and that was a conversation that I was having with, my, having with myself, especially with all these beautiful thought leaders and inspirational books and everything. I'm like... Okay, but that bridge in between, I live in a 3D practical world. We all have kids or bosses or in-laws or somebody just cut me off at the stop sign. You know, we have those 3D experiences where you need to be able to have a tool to self-regulate in between yes. the fear and getting to gratitude and self-love. You need mm -hmm. to have that self-regulating tools, mm -hmm. real life ones that you can immediately employ. So you can go, okay, I can get back to center. I can self-regulate and I, I, I can be aware. I can be conscious enough because I'm choosing empowerment. I'm mm -hmm. choosing self-love in that bridge crossing metaphorically. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm empowering myself and I'm going to choose love over fear. I'm going to choose gratitude over shame I'm, mm -hmm. or, or forgiveness, right? Mm -hmm. So it's that, yeah, go ahead. It seems like there are quite a few tools that could be implemented to go across that bridge. Like it's oh. not just one thing. Like because if it's if it's something that it's different than if I have ongoing anxiety because of something chemical makeup in my brain versus I'm triggered by something that somebody said to me in my past that caused me trauma or woundedness. Like mm -hmm. all, so it's a different tool to get across that bridge depending on what this situation is. Am I right? Oh, all, all different tools. And you know, as well as I do, there's different shapes and sizes and somebody's going to hear something at one time and it'll click and somebody's going to hear it different, differently and it won't click. Mm -hmm. And there are times where I'll have to hear something a few times and then all of a sudden it'll click. Right. Well, I think there's some kind of science behind that. You have to hear it 30 times or mm -hmm. memorize. I, there's something in there. I, I don't want to butcher that, but 
I know for myself, I had to not only create, but I also had, I, I went out searching for real life practical tools, something I could really chew on the nuts and bolts because mm-hmm. there's beautiful wisdom. There's beautiful thoughts and all of that, but I wanted grounded nuts and bolts that I could immediately like the CCs or changing the language. Let's mm-hmm. change that just a little bit. Right. Then it unlocks uh, it. Bam. I'm across the bridge. I'm across the bridge yeah. or I am crossing the bridge. Absolutely. Sure, sure. Yeah. And it's, it's just that little hint. It's just, as simple as just changing the language to opportunity, like we were talking about at the beginning. Yeah. Just that little bit as it is so powerful, but it's so simple. Mm-hmm. The simplicity. Yeah. And if we can get back to the simplicity, it's, it's just, it's simple. Right. It's profound, but right, it's simple. Right, right. And I'm, and I'm by me saying simple, I want to make sure I clarify this. It's not your situation is simple. Mm-hmm. You are simple. I'm saying the tool that I'm offering you, and you know this as well, when people are in fight or flight, and I know this for myself, do not give me a Rubik's Cube. Do not give me a Rubik's Cube. I want one or two things because that's all I can handle. Sure, sure. Right? And maybe that one won't work right now, but I'm going to try that one. So it's it's the uh, mindset toolbox. It's your superpower. Yeah, it's your superpower tools. Yeah, Yeah. that's my language. That's what I call it, my mindset tools. Yeah. Yeah, all these different tools. Yeah. Start picking them up from different people and different experiences along the way. And then you can just draw upon them. Right. Uh, The challenge. Different hats, different hats. If it doesn't Mm -hmm. fit, that's okay. That's okay. No shame, no guilt. That's okay. I, uh, when I was in college, I was actually engaged to my now wife and we were going to premarital therapy and Mm -hmm. the therapist described a tool belt you know, just like a a construction person. And he said, you know, some people only have one or two tools. And at that time, 26, 27 years ago, um, you know, he's like, Dave, you've got a big hammer. You know, it's a big hammer because I can be pretty type A, aggressive, intense. And he's like, man, that hammer is strong. And it's kind of a fight or flight hammer. You know, it's either I'm going to take my hammer and go, or I'm going to take my hammer and lay it down, you know, use it. But he also, and I loved how he, he said to my uh, now wife, he said, Laura, David is extremely uh, insensitive. He just doesn't like pick up on things. But once he gets it, he is one of the most empathetic, compassionate people mm. like I've ever met. And so, you know, he's just teaching me, oh, in pre- take that tool of sensitivity and start working on it, right? So Building it. Yeah. And so one of the challenges that I find as I coach people or counsel is that um, if they haven't awakened to the awareness that you're talking about, it's simple awareness, then it's just completely reactionary. And whatever tool that they have on their tool belt from childhood, they use it pretty much all the time. You know, that's all they know. Yeah. It's, oh, that's brilliant. And I, I want to, I'm going to ask you a question, but I, I, I I don't want to lose my train of thought. I love that, that toolbox, but I would love to know what you most learned from that. I mean, yeah, you've got the big hammer, but how do you self-regulate in those moments? Has it gotten to the point where now you're, you're pretty good at it with your wife? I mean, you guys have got a how do I mean? I'm asking you. How did how yeah, do you yeah. self regulate with that big hammer now? Well, we're 26 years into it, so you know, congratulations. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, I it's been a life 
obviously 26 years as a lifetime of uh, processing because it was in college that I awoken. You know, I, uh, I, I woke up to, oh, interesting. Let me have more awareness of family dynamics and, you know, all of that time, which is usually when probably somebody does that. We've tried to raise our kids so that they've had that since birth, so that they're, you know, aware of therapeutic ideas and language and mental processing and all the tools and try to give them tools on a regular basis. My wife is pretty much like an expert in the area of social emotional learning. She's a kindergarten wow. teacher for almost 20 years. So she's wow. dealing with kids self-regulating all the time and helping them do that. So, <laughs> so that's a you know big part of our household. So, you know, part of it has been, uh, you know, 12 years I had my own meltdown after workaholism. And so I got on some anti-anxiety, anti-depression meds and that I, I had a, a brain scan through the Amen Clinic. Dr. Daniel Amen, he wrote a book called Change Your Brain, Change Your Life. And um, certain parts of my brain were very overactive, they saw. And so just by getting on some anti-anxiety medication, it slowed my brain down enough so that when I have, they said, wow, looking at your brain scan, when somebody brings you negative information, you just want to bail or get really aggressive. Yeah, like just the by, hammer. Yeah, it was the yeah. ba- basal ganglia. They have a plus four to minus four system and mine was at a plus four just by looking at the activity level of my brain wow. chemistry. Yeah. And, you know, it made, it gave me some solace in that, well, I didn't choose this, you know, and um, this is part of who I am, but I have to be responsible for my brain makeup and also I have to add skills. And so, you know, it's been 26, 27 years of adding those skills. I continue to add those skills, yep. but that's, you know, that fight or flight is way less minimal compared to, you know, what it was. And I have a huge tool of tool belts now to draw upon. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's a, it's a lifetime process, but it is amazing to see when I coach people and they have not, you know, had that awareness. It's like, whoa, we got a, we got a, we got one tool here. All right, let's add yeah. some tools. Let's add a second tool. <laughs> yeah. And because like I said, and that, thank you for that. But and what I heard you say is first and foremost, you had the awareness, but then also somebody helped you put a different pair of glasses on. Oh yeah. And then from then, from there, you're like, there's hope. I'm taking accountability and responsibility for yep. that because I choose to change. Yep. You know, there's, there's so many people in, in life that are like, mm, no, I'm good where I'm at right now. And, and that, that's okay too. And I think it's really, this is an important conversation. In fact, I'm doing a show next week on this and the language around that. And, and this can be in the culture of our dialogue. It can be in the, the conversation or culture of a married couple just because, and I wrote it down, it was so good. Just because I'm doing something different doesn't make it wrong. Don't make me wrong. Or me saying to them, I don't want to make you wrong because I'm changing and evolving. If you mm-hmm. choose to stay where you're at, I'm done controlling the situation. Right. Right. Because, and, and, and I'm speaking from personal experience myself out of, of 23 years, um, with my ex now. And, um, I've, I have expanded. I'm not any bigger, better or greater. And I, there was years there that I'm like, you got to do this with me. It's so fantastic. Oh, you just got to see it. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, mm, no, yeah. and I, <laughs> no, no. And it got to a point where, 
And yeah, of course, there was the the fighter in me mm-hmm. that really wanted him to jump on because it was such it's such a good ride. I mean, <laughs> consciousness and awareness, yeah, it worked. There's work. But oh, the love and the gratitude and all that beautiful energy, it's so much better. I had to release all of that. And just because I'm doing my work, mm-hmm. I'm done making him wrong. Mm. I'm done controlling Mm -hmm. huge awakening. And that was a big change for me. And there's really beautiful language around that too, especially when you're putting up boundaries. Mm -hmm. If, if you are putting up boundaries, especially with somebody that you have an intimate dialogue, intimate relationship with, and I mean, emotional intimacy and it is, you know, I love you. I really do love you. I can't not keep moving. Mm And our situation was, I'm leaving a good man, and he was leaving a good woman. Mm. And it became that choice where it just, I, 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 I can't make him wrong for not, you know? Yeah, I just yeah. can't. I can't. It's so hard. It's so oh. hard. Yeah. And a lot of women, you know, definitely, I would, geez, I'd probably say it's 99% of the time, women are in that situation where the mm. woman is taking those steps of, awakening or therapy or, you know, becoming more, all the tools, right? All the all tools, the tools. That we talked about. And, well, and then all of a sudden you're trying to communicate with somebody who doesn't have the tools and it's like, whoa, this is hard. Yeah. And I, and I know in the framework of our relationship, he was the breadwinner. I was the stay at home mom. I was the emotional, physical, everything support. I, I, I was that mm-hmm. foundation for everybody, including him. And then when I started breaking away from our original codependency, you know, there's all kinds of that stuff sprinkled in there. Mm -hmm. Um, I was changing and he's like, Oh, she's changing this. What's happening here. This doesn't feel right. I liked that old Sue that took care of me and took care of everything. Uh, And, you know, and that's fine. That's absolutely fine. And I still love him. We've got three beautiful children that, Mm we were blessed with. And, Mm. but back to that core message, just because I'm evolving, I have the opportunity to evolve my Mm. awareness, my consciousness, my spirituality doesn't make him wrong. Sure. Sure. I love that. And and vice versa, right? Having compassion for him. And just uh, knowing that, wow, this, we're going really two separate directions. This is really hard. Yeah. And not having that, I, I, that was so profound for me, not having that control and that constriction. You have to change because it's just amazing. Even though, look at how pretty it is over here. It's not right for them mm-hmm. right now, maybe sure. later or maybe some sprinkles of it, but it's not their fault that they don't want to dive full in. Right. That's right. okay. Mm-hmm. And then there was forgiveness for myself, forgiveness for him, crossing the bridge of initiation, bringing out my toolbox, having. CCs in life, compassionate curiosity, and self-regulating when my old, I call it the drunk monkey because it makes me giggle because I have this image of a drunk monkey being just, and you know, it's my old fears and my past that come in, Mm. but um, yeah. So we're we're talking about, in large part, the three-dimensional world, like what we can see, taste, touch, feel, right? All of those things. But you talk about a 5D experience. So I want to know what that is and potentially how somebody could take it, not take advantage of it's the wrong term, but embrace it, move toward it. Foster it. Foster it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Help me understand that. 
Yeah. Okay. So let's back up. And I wrote down, because I wanted to make sure that I defined, because five, I I call it 5D, the fifth dimension, no time, no space, um, tapping into the energies that be, G-O-D, I call it Gus, God, universe, spirit, you know, however that is for you. Mm -hmm. I call it, I, that's, that's what I'm tapping into. However, it is. When I hear Gus, I'm hearing a guy with a big cigar and (laughs) like a, like a racing form that he's getting ready to bet on the racetrack. I don't know why. That's what I see with Gus. So I, I, that's a tough one for me. But no, you, you don't have to use Gus. You don't have to use that. Unless it's a really good spiritual download. Go for it. And you're winning the race. You're winning the race. Seriously. But but it's and let me ask you and your audience a question. Is it important to you? And this is in relation to the the five D mentality the do you know do i want to tap into the unified field do i want to be awakened is it important to me and it's and by asking these questions it's also showing you the benefits is it important to me to have awareness and be conscious and calm and loving and in gratitude and show up in life that way because mm-hmm. that is what you're going to get that is the result mm. of being spiritually awakened I, I I just know that from my own experience and, and people, my my whole left side's got goosebumps. So I know that spirit and energy is with it. But it, having consciousness, and I want to get to the definition of consciousness because I think it gets a little skewed or sometimes people just don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. And it's just simply an awakening, being aware, a state of being. So back up. Ask yourself the question, if consciousness and awareness in a bubble is about being, how I'm being, Mm -hmm. I reframe the question and say, how am I showing up in the world? It's my practicality 3D Mm -hmm. conversation. Right. If I'm going to be aware and I'm going to be conscious, I'm going to have my being and be my being. How am I going to show up and how I'm going to define my morals, my values, and be in alignment with that? Because that's important. Because if if you, and, and I, I talk about this to my clients, I, yeah, you can have a conversation with somebody and if you're truly not in aligned with what you're feeling, they're going to pick that up. And they're going to call you on that somehow, somewhere, you know, when you just feel weird about it. Yeah. There's going to be some kind of, there's going to be a, something's not going to resonate. Right. Mm. I think we've all been there. You'd be like, "Mm, are you sure about that? You know, or you're going to be tested like the kids. Oh my gosh. The kids are great at picking up those cues. Right. That's a Petri dish of awareness right there. (laughs) Having and raising children is a Petri dish of that. And keeping in a heart space. But back to the original question, uh, the fifth dimension, spirituality, 5D. Yes, it is. It is. It's important to me. So I encourage your audience, everybody who's listening, ask yourself the question. Is it important to you to foster love? Genuine, authentic. These are big words mm-hmm. for me. But I can Genuine. be loving without doing this woo-woo wacky stuff you're talking about. Like, what are you talking Like, why do I need this in order to feel like loving? Help me out. Like, what do you mean, like woo woo? Define your definition of woo woo. Because I don't know. Can... you're trying to tap into some fifth dimension. I could be loving without doing all that stuff. Is it authentic? That would be my question. Is it genuine and authentic for you, or is this just a role that you are playing? 
because that's something that you've been taught. I love is that. This, okay. Right. All right. I mean, so, you know, so, the debt. Oh, go ahead. So how do I te- like, what's the, how do I practically do this? If somebody's never, you know what I mean? If somebody's listening and they're going, what is she talking about? Like, I don't understand. Like, what are you, what are you wanting me to do? Okay. So that sense there's, it's an essence. It's a sense you pray to your God. There could be somebody gardening and there's this essence and this self, this just calm sense there's not this control, this, I got to make a choice, this, you know, and I, and I'm very visceral because you'll feel it in your body. And then mm. when you get into this calm sense of space and, and it's different for everybody, it's, you don't have to, I encourage meditation. I encourage prayer, whatever that looks like to you, because mm. it helps the nervous system, the whole BODY, the 3D BODY calm down the nervous system, mm. which then helps calm down the mind the endorphins, every, you know, the heart opens up and that is healing in itself. It's mm-hmm. inflammation. All of that is healing in itself. So back to how do I do that? You could do it gardening. You could do it meditating. You could do it for a jog. When you get in that space where it's just. It's cultivating an otherworldly, oh, an awareness of the otherworldliness, right? An awareness. That, yeah, it, it is an awareness, but it's also your your body is calm your mm. 3d body and its systems yeah have this calmness about it so would you say that accessing cultivating fostering a connection in the 5d experience the point is more to create calmness and love in my life but i also hear people such as yourself including yourself that like get impressions of things that are happening around you or going to happen. And so is that the point as well? Or is that just like a side benefit? I, you know, <laughs> is that like the bonus package. <laughs> if that's what you want. I mean, there are times and I I'm kind of dancing with this very carefully because um, you use the word woo woo. And, and sometimes I'm in, just messing with you. Uh, yeah, okay. But I, and I, I, Thank you for that. But I, I also want to make sure that I have effective communication. Woo-woo to me has got such that funny connotation to it. For me, my 5D and when I'm tapping in, I'm tapping into my higher power. I'm tapping into mm-hmm. the spirit that is greater than me, that knows better than me. It's mm-hmm. not Sue the 3D form here. Sure. And when I do that, I will get messages for myself. Um, I can also expand my energy, my awareness, my consciousness, my awakening. And it's, it's an essence, not in a 3d experience. It's, it's no time, no space. It's, it's, um, it, it, it's just not a tangible thing. Sure. 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 It's you spiritual. Know? It's a spiritual, it's spiritual thing. Yeah. And, and how, how would something like that help me if I'm, trying to cross the bridge metaphorically if i'm having an opportunity in my life <laughs> <laughs> i know i know how do i have how, how do i how does a 5d experience a spiritual experience help me in the in that process we'll go back to the qu- great question thank you for that and go back to the questions i was asking before do i want to sh- do i want to show up and have love for myself mm-hmm. or do i want fear do i want angst do I want to keep having that in my body? Do I want to keep feeling fear? Do I want to keep feeling 
anxious? Or do I want to calm my nervous system down in the 3D? And creating self-love and creating a consciousness and an awareness that I can relax my body. I can have that frequency. Mm-hmm. There, I was trying to think of an analogy that I could give and it's, it slipped my mind, but I, I'm hoping I'll come back to that in a minute. But if going back to what we talked about at the beginning, and I said, if all that your audience heard me say, when they're in fight or flight, when they're in fear, when they're having an anxiety attack, if they can remind themselves, this is just my nervous system. Mm-hmm. It's just my nervous system. So it's again, that awareness. And then when you can have that awareness and then you add the essence of 5d, the tapping in the, the meditation, the prayer, it calms the nervous system. It calms the body down. So you can self-regulate. So you can breathe, you can get oxygen into your body, right? Cause fight or flight, you're going to be constricted. You're not breathing. You're mm-hmm. certainly, you're certainly not thinking very well, mm-hmm. but we talked about, you know what? I don't want a Rubik's cube. Give me one thing I can right. focus on. Right. right, right yeah. Right. It's, well, did that answer your question? No, was, it's super I'll, helpful. Super okay. Helpful. Okay. Um, it seems like if someone doesn't believe in the spiritual dimension of life, mm-hmm. that it actually is from what I'm hearing you say, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it's okay. like, wow, that's, that's really holding them back. That's really holding them back from living their best life. Good question. We talked about that with my, my ex, right? I've got this beautiful opportunity. I've got love and gratitude and I have so much forgiveness and my heart is open and all these magical experiences are happening to me because I'm not living in my fear. I'm not living in my past. Now, Mm -hmm. disclaimer here, we all know those things come up like your big hammer. You're still, you got a tool belt. You you know, the big hammer will come up. Still, I have those things come in. you know, I, in a way to answer your question, you know, if they're not ready, they're not ready. But when they are ready, the teacher, there's the, the saying, the teacher will show up. The teacher sure. will provide. Mm-hmm. Um, it's up to them, really. It's up to them if they want to take accountability and responsibility. You're being nice. You're being nice. I, I are, am nice. People, people are <laughs> screwed. You want to say people are screwed if they don't believe in the spiritual realm. Oh, well. No, can't do that. <laughs> can't do it. Can't do it. I can't do it. Well, they're, just I, I, quite, they're just not quite ready. Oh, I know. That's so PC <laughs> and soft, but serious. And, and of course, you know, like wringing my ex's neck where I'm like, yes, of course I want you to, but I've surrendered to it. I'm yeah. just like, you know what? I can't have that accountability. You're responsible that's for right. yourself. Of course. Yep. And if you want to do that, that's great. But I'm not going to make you wrong. I'm not going to make me wrong, just like I was talking about, right? Yeah. And that essence, that feeling Mm -hmm. is way more empowering. Would you agree? Oh, of course. Of course. I have, um, you're uh, of similar age as I am, I would say. Um, And you played pinball back in the day ever as a kid, right? right? (laughs) I've got a friend who owns a bazillion of them. And um, I liken being an unconscious person to be that little silver ball, right? Because something triggers you, 
right? And the trigger is that 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 initial pullback of the yes. I don't know what it is. Oh, that's right? a brilliant analogy. I and love the trigger, that. The trigger launches you up this ramp, and you're like, "Yeah, there's tons of emotion." And then all and your body's sudden, got all great juices coming. Ding, 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 ding. You're ricocheting all over the place. Yes. All over the place. And uh, unfortunately, those, you know, flippers are the only tools you have. Mm. Those are the only two tools you have is right flipper and left flipper in pinball. Um, now, what you can do is that the ball, if you if you want to slow it down, you catch the ball and you just hold that one flipper up. Right. Oh, yeah. And it just cradles it there. Yes. As a player, you can kind of go, okay, what's my, what am I going to do next? And so, uh, even if you only have two tools, okay, how can you slow down and just cradle your, your Mm. brain, your heart right there for a minute and just slow down and catch your breath and think about what do I, what's my actual, what's a wise next step here rather than just ping pong, you know, ding, ding, ding. I love that. Anyway. Right. People live like that though. Oh, this all the time. Thing. Yeah. All the time. I can't believe she said that. I hate her. Did you see what they said on Facebook? This is the worst. I can't believe my boss did that. Oh my gosh, my kids. I don't have enough money. I've well, they're addicted money. to that drama. Yeah. There, There is scientific metabolic proof. I don't have the data in front of me, but you, y'all can go look it up. It's, it's there. Your body is addicted. So you have a nervous system. It's fight or flight. Of course, that was great when you were running away from the saber-toothed tiger. It was great. But whether you are getting a boss screaming at you or whatever, you're ping-ponging around, you, it's your nervous system. You don't have to stay in that, that fight or flight all the time, the ping-ponging that you're talking about. Right. You can choose to have awareness, mm-hmm. which means accountability and responsibility. Yes. Then. When you have the account, and it's, it's awareness, clarity, and transformation. It's like, I've got an acronym. It's called ACT NOW in your life. It's awareness, clarity, and transformation. In awareness, mm-hmm. good, right? I love that. Yeah. In awareness, and then you've got clarity. And within the clarity, because you've had the awareness, then you've got to get clear on who you are. And those teachers, those books, mm-hmm. those synchronicities start happening, right? Sure, sure, sure. Things start showing up. Things start showing up. And that whole bridge that I was talking about before is getting you across to mm-hmm. where your authentic soul being wants to be. Because there is, I, I call it the squeaky wheel. There is something in you. Mm-hmm. You brought this to you because right. you you brought this to you. So there's a lesson in all of this. Mm-hmm. So so take I'm totally going on a different tangent. I went back to ping pong, but there is, there's so many people in that fight or flight and that ping pong. Right. How do we get them to see the light, <laughs> the metaphorical yeah, yeah. light? It's called pain. It's pain. called pain. It's pain. But how do, for me, mm-hmm. I'm going to show up as an example and I'm going to shine my light. Mm-hmm. Am I going to, and am I, is my light going to get dim? Heck yeah. Am I going to have a sad moment? Heck yeah. But my tools, it's the refractory period. How fast mm-hmm. can I get back to that? And I want to make a point about that addiction to the drama and the Facebooks and the water cooler conversations. And, and it's an important conversation because so many people don't understand that they are having their, their nervous system sends out all these little signals and literally they are having 
they're getting a reward in their body. Mm-hmm. So yeah. of course they're going to keep, yeah. Oh, I've got a hit. Oh, that feels good. It makes my body feel good. Well, yeah. no. Why? Because you're creating, you're addicted to the drama, mm-hmm. the, the gossiping, all of that. And your body's addicted to it. So you think it feels like it should be mm-hmm. and keep doing that. You got to break it. You got to stop it. Mm-hmm. And in that moment of awareness, consciousness, you can. Mm-hmm. And you have that tool. You have to have that awareness. You'll be like, oh gosh, I'm at the water cooler. I didn't want to do this. Excuse yeah. me. I've got to go. You know, you've got to, you've got to stop the hammer. You've got to stop the drama. You've got to stop that conversation well, and take you, accountability for you it. You have a rehab program. <laughs> a reclaiming program. Okay. All right. Reclaim, baby, reclaim. Craziness to clarity is what you call it. And tell us a little bit about it. And of course, people can learn more about it in the show notes, uh, but tell us a little bit about it right now. Oh, thank you very much. So it is what it is. Craziness to clarity. Mm-hmm. We're all crazy. 3D world. Let's get you clear. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Well, I don't know what my morals and my values are. I am in fight or flight right now. I don't even, I don't even know what love is. That was me because I, I, the traumas and the stuff that I had experienced, I'm like, I don't know how to love myself. I don't even know what that means. Let's define what love means to me. Hmm. And let's kind of do some steps backwards to really get clear on that. I call that the essence of you. Hmm. And it's reclaiming the essence of who you are. Mm-hmm. There's bits and pieces. We talked about trying on different hats from different experiences and different people. There's parts of that that you still want. Mm-hmm. And that's good. That's fine. But there's quite a bit that we're going to get rid of. So we're going to put something else in its place. And the majority of that is going to be self-love, confidence, forgiveness, mm-hmm. and um, craziness to clarity walks you through a multitude of these real life tools and gets you very online, online course. course. Yep. Okay, you can do online. online. I do it with my coaching. All of that. Yeah. And we're, we're launching on, well, you can get the online course on sulanquist.com forward slash the letter C, the number two and the letter C. C to C. C. Craziness to clarity. clarity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sulanquist.com will point people to that. You also have a radio show and it, uh, those episodes are also pushed out into the world through the Gratitude Cafe podcast, which is on all the podcast apps which is super fun. So Sue, thank you. Oh, thank you. Diving in, man. We just got into a, just a whole mess of topics, but the knock, 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 your nervous system is saying. It is. It's reminding you of your, well, it's reminding you of your past fears. Yeah. So do you want to live? It's reminding you to stay in drama. Mm -hmm. Do you want to keep doing that? Ask yourself. And if you're good with that right now, okay. If you're not, Let's get some change and some accountability. Yeah, or C to C's. Yes. Good, good. It's an honor. I I truly hope I was of service to you and, and everybody that's listening. Thank you. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, I want to encourage you to share it with a friend. Take a screenshot, text it to them, tell them to subscribe to the Inspiration Rising podcast on their favorite podcast app. Or, of course, you can always listen to the show on our website, which is insporising.com. Also, check out my new book, Empowered to Rise. It's available on Amazon via the special link, insporising.com slash book. All right, love you guys. Have a wonderful week.